Welcome to the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast, the source for the latest ingredients, formulation, supply chain, and regulatory issues affecting healthy food and beverage product innovation. Today's host is Alex Smolikoff, Assistant Editor. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast. I'm Alex Smolikoff, and today I will be speaking to several industry leaders about the latest goings-on in the world of dairy. So joining me today, we have Christy Saitama, Vice President, Ingredient Marketing with the U.S. Dairy Export Council, Hari Melath-Thirail, Vice President, Product Research, Dairy Management, Inc., and Rohit Kapoor, Vice President, Product Research, Dairy Management, Inc. So thank you all for joining me today. Uh, today, I, I really wanted to discuss some of the main takeaways from the recent and admittedly quite different IFT show that occurred last week, originally supposed to be in Chicago, but ended up being completely virtual uh, due to the COVID-19 situation. But that doesn't mean there wasn't plenty to take in and learn during the event, um, which included the state of the U.S. dairy industry. So some key themes included sustainability, how new technologies can advance the industry as a whole. Uh, and that's where I wanted to start today um, with that sustainability. Clearly a a very important topic even before the COVID-19 pandemic, and it seems like since then uh, the theme of sustainability has been even more heightened. So I'm just curious, and whoever wants to jump in and start, what are dairy farmers doing today to improve the sustainability and humane practices within the dairy industry, especially as we see, you know, a, a big market uh, cap hit coming in from plant-based uh, dairy alternatives uh, because they are somewhat of a more humane and sometimes more sustainable practice. So what are dairy farmers doing to keep up uh, and what are some of the goals of the dairy industry as far as sustainability is concerned? I appreciate the question, Alex. Um, The U.S. dairy industry really has a strong commitment and long legacy of taking action to protect our precious earth, and that was a key focus for us at the virtual IFT show you just mentioned. It's really a journey that our farmers have embraced for generations, long before sustainability became a focus in the food and beverage industry today. Here's one example. When we compare 2017 with 10 years earlier, back in 2007, Producing one gallon of milk in the United States involved 30% less water and 21% less land, while greenhouse gas emissions were reduced by 19%. And what steps specifically, I guess, were taken to achieve those reductions, Um, whether it be new technologies or just new dairy practices in general? How how were those reductions achieved? Uh, overall, I would say that you know our industry is always innovating to get to whatever they can do to produce milk and dairy products with fewer resources. Um, one of the things we've done is to optimize water use, and a key that's been a key focus. Using water as many as five or six times, from cleaning milk powders and equipment to crop irrigation and more, to conserve water. And sort of running on that same theme of of some new practices and new technologies, uh, I noticed during some of the Uh, keynote sessions and during some of the uh, information that I was taking in during that IFT virtual week, um, that a big theme seemed to be around AI and machine learning and how they're becoming more impactful in the dairy industry. I'm just curious how that is and and exactly what what AI and what machine learning have to offer in the dairy industry. Sure, thank you. Thank you for the question. So yeah, speed to market is a new mantra in the food innovation space. Uh, consumers, apart from great-tasting food, demand foods that are sustainably produced, both from a production 
and a processing aspect. Artificial intelligence and machine learning offer solutions to make our food production ecosystems from farm to factories more efficient and sustainable. So as you pointed out, DMI organized a symposium at IFT20 titled Artificial Intelligence and Machine Learning for a Safer, Better, and Sustainable Food Production Ecosystem, where we got experts from the academia and the industry to highlight how the data industry from farm to glass is applying AI and ML. For instance, at the farm level, uh, AI and machine learning tools, for example, spectral fingerprinting is being used to modulate feed composition to maximize production efficiency and also manage animal health, where technologies that can detect a signal that predict an adverse health event for an individual cow before it happens. For the milk plant, I mean, we are also designing milk plants for the future, where some of the examples where AI and ML are being used but are not limited to is the optimization of cleaning cycles and sanitation, improvements in cheese yield to maximize water usage, just like how Chrissy said, in terms of processing, and prevent quality defects, and also advance traceability technology and or communication platforms for plant personnel to diagnose and troubleshoot plant issues. From a quality and safety perspective, we are using digital agriculture tools to improve microbial food safety, quality, and reduce waste. For instance, we are using farm-level inputs, bacterial data, and process control data that can be combined and used to create predictive models for shelf life, thus reducing waste. Uh, from a product development uh, life cycle, we are also, you know, we also highlighted a unique upcoming technology where we are trying to use predictive sensory analysis and data-driven approach uh, to 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 produce better tasting products. So these are the, some of the few examples where the data industry is using artificial intelligence and machine learning. Something that you mentioned during that was sanitation efforts. And I feel like in today's world, sanitation is, is probably one of the biggest concerns um, with all sort of meat and dairy processing. Um, you know, obviously COVID-19 has had an impact on every level of the food and beverage industry. And I know that certainly during the early stages of the pandemic, the dairy industry and the meat producing industries were sort of front and center when it came to some issues that came about because of COVID-19. So I'm curious how the, the current state of the world and how the pandemic has affected the dairy industry and if there are any lessons that have been learned during this very difficult time that might be taken into the future, even when we do kind of get to to the other side of this pandemic. Just what effects overall has the pandemic had on the industry and, and how are those uh, effects being mitigated? That's such a timely question, Alex. You know, dairy is not alone in when it comes to the global agriculture and food industry overall having to experience new challenges and adjustments due to COVID. Um, and particularly the U.S. dairy industry has been adapting to evolving circumstances like food service and school closures, uh, shifting consumer behavior of eating out more, I mean, seriously, eating more at home rather than eating out. But one thing that has been constant is that we continue to see the consumers are very focused and prioritizing nutrition and wellness in their drive to stay healthy. Um, that includes consumption of nourishing products like U.S. dairy proteins and other dairy foods. At the same time, more staple and indulgence-oriented products we've seen uh, being very strong as well, like baked food goods, confectionery, and snacks. All of these products have been sought after in our products that also use U.S. dairy ingredients like milk powders and permeate. And you actually brought up a very interesting topic that I also want to discuss, which is, um, you know, obviously it's very difficult to parse out what is happening because of COVID versus what are maybe some just natural trends that are are 
emerging, even without the the specter of COVID around us. But these indulgences and these, you know, eating at home occasions are obviously increasing now um, as people can't go to school. They can't really go out to restaurants. So I'm just curious what kind of trends within the industry we're seeing these days, whether they be due to COVID or just sort of natural trends within the industry um, as a product of whatever other outside forces there might be. So with IFT being last week, we obviously got a chance to see a lot of some new innovations, new products. And I'm just curious what else within the dairy industry we're seeing as far as new trends, new products, new technologies, whatever the case may be. Um, yes, as some of these trends, you're right, has um, been going along for a long time. Maybe it's just the pace that's changing. Like people may be more inclined to order online than they were in the past for everything aspect of their lives. But back to your question about kind of more the innovation and trends in the dairy industry. Um, what's the same as well is dairy innovations continues to be really strong. Uh, industries continuing to respond to what this global consumer or manufacturer desires for delicious, nutritious, and sustainably produced products. And from dairy proteins perspective, it's been, you know, for me as somebody that you know, works in international markets, really exciting to watch some of the growth in new product developments targeting mainstream health conscious consumers. Things that are new or reimagined beyond the traditional protein smoothie or bar or, you know, popular flavors like chocolate and strawberries. Like, for example, have you um, heard of Thai iced tea or cherry blossom or milk tea flavored uh, whey proteins? You know, that's what uh, we do. Have you? Yeah, tried? no, I haven't. So that's that I haven't. So that sounds really interesting. Um, you know, mm -hmm. please tell me more about those. Yeah, these are just the tip of the iceberg of the type of products that U.S. Dex is working uh, to engage with food and beverage manufacturers around the world to support local friendly ideation. And some of the products that we um, ideas we highlighted were under the theme of globally inspired fusions, sustainably sustainable ingredient solutions, which we highlighted IFT. Um, we can share. We'd be happy to share more information about that and resources. And then one sort of I don't know if last, but one more thing that I am curious about is. You know, working in the industry, something that I think has been um, is certainly gaining popularity in recent years is the sort of flexitarian diet um, or even fully plant-based diets. Um, and obviously, plant-based dairy alternatives are a big market, uh, and they're only increasing these days. So I'm wondering how the dairy industry sees those alternatives. Do, do you see the plant-based alternative market as a competitor, or do you think that it's just sort of another side to the, to the coin and that, you know, true cow dairy uh, and other animal dairy products uh, will still have a place even, you know, in the next 10, 15, 20 years? Um, I'll start that question and also invite my colleagues to um, add their perspective. But for me, I think it's not one or the other, but rather that dairy and plants are both critically important to achieve a nutritionally balanced diet and one that's also always, of course, enjoyable. In fact, that dairy proteins can harmoniously fit with plant-based lifestyles because the two are paired because of dairy protein's high quality, neutral flavor, and that they have multifunctionality that can work broadly across many applications. But especially when we think of innovating foods that meet nutritional needs of older adults and seniors, um, because there's a growing uh, population base, it's really especially important that protein quality matters because for them, every bite counts. So that's why dairy proteins here have especially an advantage as a nutritionally complete source of protein in contrast to some of the plant proteins. That That's super uh, interesting, and I appreciate you sharing all of that with me. Um, so obviously, you know, we've gone over a lot of uh, the different trends, the different technologies, how COVID-19 is impacting the dairy industry. A um, lot of really interesting information coming out through IFT20 uh, and obviously beyond. 
Um, so before we wrap up, I'm, I'm just curious, and I guess we'll just go around to each person. Uh, if there's anything else that you want to let us know and let our uh, audience know about, you know, the latest goings on in the dairy industry, if there's anything maybe that came up at IFT that we haven't discussed today or any new products or any new guidelines or anything at all that you're excited about, um, you know, for the future of the dairy industry. Um, so Christy, was there anything that you wanted to maybe discuss that we haven't touched upon yet before we wrap up? Uh, no, thanks, Alex. Um, one thing I would like to say is that if, if your listeners are interested in more information about some of the resources that Rohit and Hari talked about, or I mentioned some of the uh, globally inspired uh, menu ideas, um, we encourage their listeners to visit our website at thinkusadairy.org slash IFT20, and they can access all the our IFT resources there. And I'll just add that that is a very rich source of uh, information and something that I've been looking at over the last few days to prepare for this. And and there's a lot of really, really interesting information and products and uh, speeches from IFT uh, that were really, really deep wealth of information there. So I do encourage all of our listeners to check that out when when they can. And finally, uh, Hari, was there anything that you wanted to add? Yeah, just to add to Rohit, um, uh, dairy provides excellent, you know, sensorial experiences. It's one of the nature's most well-balanced foods. And uh, if, if consumers want higher protein, lower sugar, the dairy industry has adapted technologies to provide whatever consumers design in terms of both nutrition, taste, and functionality. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And so just again, thank you to Christy and Hari and Rohit for joining me today and going over, you know, really what is an exciting time, I think, in the dairy industry, obviously a a challenging time like it is for many different uh, industries uh, and markets within the greater food and beverage industry, but also an exciting time with a lot of new um, sustainability efforts, a lot of new products, just a a very exciting and and very interesting time, uh, again, really in the entire food and beverage industry, but certainly in the dairy industry as well. So thank you everybody again for joining me. uh, And that will wrap things up for today's Food and Beverage Insider Podcast.